Dogs USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio, and your host, your voice of reason during times of treason, the angry one, Mr. Truth Sushi, I'm raw, angry, an American. This is Danger Close USA. Angry, pissed off American podcast radio. Long time no see. Oh yeah, that's right. Your favorite angry podcast host. Your voice of reason during times of treason. The angry one. Actually, I think it's the great one, but uh, that's just me. My name is Jeff Kaufman. This is my show. And I haven't done a show in a very long time. Actually, I think uh, the last show I did was just me playing guitar. Which pretty much sucked, but that's okay, because I wasn't talking about politics. See, I quit doing this show because Joe Biden won. There was plenty of times when I should have done another show. There was plenty of opportunity there when um, I should have done another show, to be honest. Insurrection of January 6th would have been a good time to do a show. See, the whole point of the show, though, was to combat the extremism of the right, to be uh, an alternate voice in the airwaves, so to speak, comparatively to people like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and Tucker Carlson and Jeanine Piero and the plethora of other propagandists that work on the right side, the Republican Russian arm of American media. And that's exactly how I'm going to tag Fox News and Skynet News or whatever the fuck it is from Australia and the rest of these asshole shows and TV news networks and whatnot and blah fucking blah. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Really? Look, uh, you know, it's one thing for the white supremacists of America to adopt your news show. It's another thing to make uh, talking heads like Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingraham uh, white supremacist poster boys and girls. You know, talking heads of white supremacy, even though they denounce, but yet they seem to enjoy the fact that white supremacists have pretty much adopted Fox News as their official news source. Look, I I do this show because literally there's nobody like me out there. Oh, yeah, I'm a Democrat. I'm not a full-blown liberal. I'm a little bit of a moderate, I guess. I believe in the Second Amendment. I cherish my right to own a firearm legally. Responsibly, 
I don't own a firearm because I believe in Armageddon. I don't own a firearm because I believe it's my God-given right to own a firearm. I don't own a firearm because I believe uh, in the near future I'm going to need to defend myself from some crazy shit. Okay? I, I, I don't own an AR-15 because I believe uh, I, I need it to defend uh, myself from communism. I don't own a firearm because of those reasons. I own a firearm because, I, A, I, I like to hunt. Um, of course, I haven't hunted in, in two or three years. And, and you know what? In two or three years, my gun has not left my safe. I own a firearm because I can. Because I have the right. Not given to me by God. Given to me by our forefathers. I don't own a gun because I believe I, 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 I'm going to join some militia and um, uh, one day have to defend democracy. And, uh, no, no. I own a gun because I can. Because I like to hunt. And if God forbid I should have to defend my home, family, loved ones, or innocent lives, or whatever, it's there for that. But that's not why I bought it. I own a firearm because firearms are tools. They literally are. They're no different than a power drill. Except a power drill won't put food on your table or defend your home. So those are the reasons why I own a firearm. So I support the Second Amendment, and I'm a Democrat, and yeah, I voted for Joe Biden, and I've been fighting Donald Trump since, fuck, he decided to run for president. Actually, no, it wasn't until after he won the presidency when I realized how much of a schmuck he really was. Not that I didn't think he was a schmuck while he was running, but it wasn't until he actually won the presidency that I thought, well, what the fuck just happened? Because I didn't vote for the motherfucker. Somebody voted for the motherfucker. I don't know if they were in Russia when they voted for the motherfucker, but he won the presidency. And I thought something was off in the very beginning. I mean, the guy was trying to sell his stakes instead of the reason why he should be president. But needless to say, I found him to be a little dirty and rotten and nasty and a scoundrel, so I, I really uh, could not support Donald Trump. And on top of that, it, everything else that was coming out, in the, I mean, come on. Come on, this guy was going to save America from our own government. Right? Donald Trump? <laughs> Motherfucker can't even save himself from a prostitute. I don't have any faith in Donald Trump. I don't have any faith in anybody with the last name of Trump. I don't have any faith in Trumpanism. I don't have faith in MAGA. What I have faith in is my constitution. What I have faith in is the people of this country not associated with Donald Trump. Because, honestly, I, I didn't do this show then for any other reason other than I just really feel like there was not enough voices like mine. You know, I have a spectacular voice. So that's why I started doing the show, and the reason why I stopped doing the show is because Joe Biden had won. I, I really didn't see a reason for me to continue doing my shows because Joe Biden won. You know, the whole thing was over, basically. But right now, I, uh, I'm i more worried about my country, I think, than ever before. And I'm worried about my country because where Donald Trump uh, left off, other Republicans have picked up. And when you have 
the media on the right spewing. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Uh, you know, they were fine with the vaccines until Donald Trump lost his presidency, and now the vaccines are evil. Um, they were applauding Donald Trump for, you know, getting this pushed through and getting vaccines. Everybody was rushing out to get one. Oh, you know, oh God, I gotta get one. You know, Donald Trump made this possible. It's so great that he was capable of pulling this off, and so many people and stuff. Blah, fucking blah, and then he lost the presidency, and now it's don't take the vaccine, man. Whatever you do, it's Bill Gates and Joe Biden and it's the demon seed. It's basically where we've ended up. I mean, I'm being a little, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's basically where the fuck we are right now. The same people that were applauding Donald Trump and couldn't wait, lining up to get the vaccine, are now like, oh fuck. Don't touch it. Don't do it. Whatever you do, stay the fuck away from the vaccine. It's evil. It's Satan in a fucking straw or whatever fucking uh, that instrument's called. Syringe. Thank you. Couldn't find a word. Syringe. Yes. It's the demon in syringe. Don't take it. It's evil. It's criminal. It's, you know what I'm trying to say. But that's the mentality of the MAGA crowd. That's the mentality of a lot of these people that support Donald Trump. As soon as he lost presidency, it was almost as if everything he did has now turned into demon seed. Anyways, this is Jeff Kaufman. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. Your host, I just said my name, uh, Jeff Kaufman. And I haven't done a show in about uh, six months. But I'm back because of the Republican Party and Donald Trump and right-sided media and the rest of the plethora of bullshit is rearing its ugly head and it's time, well, it's time for me to get back into action, I guess. So thanks for tuning in. I'm uh, getting gas at $3 and... Holy fuck. It's okay. I'd rather pay more at the pump than pay with my conscience. Danger Close USA. I'll be right back.
the whole reason, um, oh, by the way, my recording, my recording studio has been upgraded. It is now a German engineered recording studio. It's called a BMW. Oh, yeah. You know, there's nothing like upgrading from a 1996 Jeep Cherokee with a, a headboard and all that stuff deteriorating. And about that point where you got to get out and crank it. <laughs> Some beat up old piece of shit Jeep. I love Jeeps. Don't get me wrong. But uh, you can't beat a BMW, baby. I mean, that's, it's just insane. a nice car. That's all I'm going to say. You know, it's a long story behind this car, too. It's not like we went out and bought a BMW. It's actually a a long story. We went out and actually we bought a Mazda uh, CX-7 or CX-9. I can't remember. It had third row seating. Actually fit our whole entire family. We were, like, really excited to get it. It was really nice looking. We paid $8,900 for it. Uh, Lasted about a week. (laughs) Uh, the transfer case, the transfer case had a meltdown, uh, a few words or less. Um, the transfer case melted down and, um, the engine froze up within like, I think it was a week and two days after getting the, the Mazda. So we, uh, we took it back to the, uh, uh the dealership, of course, you know, <laughs> and, uh, he tried, uh, to help us out. He, uh, gave us like three or four cars. He was willing to just, you know trade outright for the $8,900. And uh, it was pretty fair. The cars that he showed us were nothing like the Mazda. The Mazda was in pristine condition, except, of course, for the transfer case and engine. It just looked like a nice car, ran like a nice car, and it fit our whole entire family. Well, then he's trying to sell us these four or five $800 cars. And I'm like, no, this is not going to work, dude. We gave you $8,900, and you're showing us uh, some Hondas whatever the fuck it was and it barely even got out of the fucking parking lot and this was actually a really good uh dealership it it was a small time mom and pop dealership and and i'm not saying nothing bad about them i mean they are car salesmen gotta watch your ass a little bit but um after looking i think it was the fourth car uh we were pretty discouraged i mean this was our family money i worked hard for that money uh we saved up for it we went out and bought it and uh, you know, it, it, it really, it, ooh, it hurt, you know, but we didn't have a vehicle at that point. And, uh, the dealership was like, look, you know, we know you, you know, we're going to have something else for you to look at tomorrow. Now this could have been a really smart move on their behalf. I don't know. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think that they did this purposefully, but they might've, they might've, I don't know. But they handed us a car keys to a BMW and said, hey, drive this home, bring it back tomorrow. We'll have something else for you to drive or, you know, take a look at. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's pretty fair, you know, and thanks for letting us have a car to drive home because, you know, no automobile at that point. So uh, we jump in the freaking BMW, we drive it home, and I'm like, oh, we got to go to the store real quick, you know, do a couple running around, and they were fine with that. So I go, you know, do a little bit of running around, you know, hit there, go there. And I'm like, oh, this thing drives nice. <laughs> So we get to the we get back to the dealership the next day. I drive the BMW and I'm like, I'm digging this car, man. 248 horsepower. You know, it's a sports coupe, you know, sunroof. It's a lot of bells and whistles, and you know, I'm a German Jew. So I'm like, you know, 
it's not a Mercedes, so that's, that's a step up. Uh, so, um, you know, <clears throat> if you know anything about the Jews during uh, World War II, the Mercedes, and I think even BMW and Volkswagen did too, but they, they used uh, Jewish prisoners as slaves. So I, I'm not a very big uh, Mercedes-Benz guy. BMW, not so big either, but after driving one, I'm like, ah, I forgive you. So, um, I'm driving this uh, BMW, and it's uh, it's nice. It's nice. Well, anyways, we go back to the dealership, and the guy's like, I got this for you to look at. So, we get in this, uh, I think it was a Kia. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I don't want a Kia. I hate Kia. Nothing personal, but, uh, you know, rise out of the ashes, back into the ashes, because I've owned Kias. I actually owned a 2002 Kia Sportage, which was a piece of shit. So, I was not interested in the Kia. And needless to say, we went back into the dealership, and uh, we're sitting there talking, negotiating a little bit. And I said, you know, how much for that BMW? And he said, oh, you know, that's at least four or five hundred dollars more than what you guys gave me. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Blue Book Value? Because I looked it up when I got home that night. Blue Book Value was like eighty four hundred. We gave you eighty nine. And uh, so we left the dealership with <laughs> brand new to us. BMW needed a little bit of work, not a lot. Uh, you know, some just uh, one of the coils was was off. Uh, little things. I think we uh, sank six hundred dollars into it total. Um, just got it fixed up, so it ran uh, even better than it did when we got it. So I'm in love with this fucking car, and that's the story. How we bought a Mazda and ended up with a BMW. God, do I love this BMW, especially on the mountain roads. You know, there's nothing like driving a sports car that's made to take on curves. And then you live in the mountains. It's it's like, I don't know, the icing on the cake. I mean, I'm going around curves that, you know, normally I'd slow down to like, you know, 20 miles an hour to take. And now I'm like 40 miles an hour around a curve like that. That's, what are you doing? A speeding ticket type thing. But no, no speeding ticket for me, man. So anyways, uh, where was I? So I did this whole show in the beginning because I was combating what I saw on the right, Donald Trump and all the bullshit and mularkey and crap and stupidity. Sorry, I want you to hear my engine. I was just second gear. Oh, God, I love this fucking car. So, uh, you know, to make a long story short, um... I'm doing this now. I'm restarting my podcast because of what I've seen uh, from the Republican side, the GOP, uh, the mutterings, the rhetoric, the same shit that was happening Donald, when Donald Trump was president is happening through the whole entire Republican Party now. And it's insane and it's grotesque and it's criminal. It really is. It's criminal. Uh, Fox News, I, I don't think there's one person that actually works at Fox News that doesn't deserve at least 10 years in jail for misinformation and propaganda. Criminal misinformation and propaganda, in my mind. Um, having said that, they can hide behind the First Amendment all they want. Fox News is not the news. Fox News is opinions. And those opinions come from what I would believe the Republican Party and Russia. There is no other explanation for the division that Fox News sows into the American society that we live in. 
There is no reason for a news network to be so divisive. The only country that literally would benefit from any of the shit that we see on Fox News would be Russia. It's not benefiting America. The divisive rhetoric, the words, the things, the Tucker Carlson's and the Janine Pierros and the Lauren Ingrams, all these fuckwads and the bullshit and rhetoric and material that Fox News puts out does not benefit America in any way, shape, or form. It really only benefits one country. And it's not America. And it's not China. This rhetoric that we see this narrative that Fox News pushes, the media that they pump out, the talking heads, the puppets of communism, in my mind. There's only one country that would benefit from all this shit that Fox News does. Now that's getting to the root of the issue. It's not about the First Amendment. It's not about factual news versus fake news or MSNBC versus Fox. No, this has everything to do with the fact that Fox News operates as a weaponized form of propaganda that only benefits two parties, the Republican Party and the Russian Federation. Oh, no, I'm not being a conspiracist, buddy. No, I'm not being a fruitcake. I'm just telling you, logical deduction would say There is no other reason for a news agency slash entertainment bullshit ideology fucking pumping crap show like Fox News to be doing what they're doing unless it was benefiting somebody. And it's benefiting somebody. It's benefiting the Russian Federation and the Republican Party. And for some reason, those two are working together. Now, I know there are plenty of people out there who be like, oh, but have you ever watched CNN? They're they're the left side. They're the the extension of the left side of propaganda. They're the Democratic talking head. Blah, fucking blah. Right, but I don't see the Democratic Party trying to divide America up. I don't see the Democratic Party spreading misinformation and propaganda. I don't see the Democratic Party doing what the Republican Party has been doing ever since Donald Trump took office and well before. But what I have witnessed during the four years of Donald Trump's presidency makes me want to pee, it makes me want to heed the warning. It makes me want to heed what I'm learning, what I'm seeing, what I'm understanding. There is no other explanation for what the for, for what Fox News has been doing. There's none. There's nothing you could say to me that would explain away why Fox News does what it does, why it spreads the misinformation it spreads, why it's been combating against doing good against COVID, why the whole mask thing, why everything that Fox does does not benefit this country but benefits Russia, and nobody speaking out about it is beyond me. Fox News is nothing more than a propagandist and strong-arm, weaponized, propagandist outlet for the Republican Party and the Russian Federation. Prove me fucking wrong. Prove me wrong. They talk about being patriotic. They talk about how much they love America. But they had divided this country into two equal parts. Demonized the other part. 
the Democratic Party completely demonized us into some sort of mystical unicorn, evil, evil demon breed of human being. They completely demonized the Democratic Party while encouraging and empowering the Republican right side. It makes perfect sense if you use your basics of logical deduction. Why would Fox News do everything that it's doing? If Fox News was fighting for America, as they so seem to be, they would not be so divisive. They would not be labeling, name-calling, and doing all the childish ants that they've been doing, the things they've been saying. I mean, it's just impossible how they do this and get away with it. But they do, and they're good at it. And unfortunately, they hide behind the First Amendment and they hide behind the freedom of the press. As far as I'm concerned, Fox News is nothing more than Russian-run TV that exists in America. Everybody talks shit about Al Jazeera TV, Al Jazeera News and everything else. You really should be focused on Fox News because they're more dangerous than Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera, whatever the fuck it is. You know, Alibaba versus Amazon that kind of shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about a news agency, supposedly entertainment group that exists in America that does nothing but help one party, one group of people. And what I'm upset about is that there's only me. There's very few of me. There's not a whole lot of guys like me or women like me doing these podcasts that stand up against what we see coming from the Republican Party. Look, things are going to get worse before they get better in this country. And I thought after Donald Trump that things were going to get better. I thought after Donald Trump, the Republican Party would dismiss him, his rhetoric, his bullshit, adopt something better. Instead, we got DeSantis, which is a fucking slime bag. And we got Donald Trump, which is even more of a slime bag. So, instead of being quiet, sitting back and doing my thing and ignoring everything, I've decided to start my podcast back up, and I think it's for a good reason. Look... As a country, we are not going to make it unless we recognize what is happening in our media. We all know there's two sides to the equation. There's one side that's working to benefit America, and there's one side that's not. And the side that's not benefiting America is fully adopted and loved and cherished by the Republican Party. And I'm talking about just average everyday voters. I'm not talking about the politicians. I'm talking about the people, the sheep of the Republican Party. They prey on these people. They know they're not educated. They reach down to their level. They use name-calling tactics, very poorly written articles. If you ever read any articles that have been posted on Hannity, they read at a sixth grade education level. There's a reason for all this. There's a reason why the Republican Party can't prove it, but Republicans bought up an enormous amount of small mom and pop radio stations throughout this country and rural parts of this country where TV is not exactly accessible. 
internet's not exactly accessible. They know what they're doing. And they bought up these little radio stations and shit for a reason. Because the propaganda reach has to make its reach. It has to make its mark. It has to reach the people. In rural North Carolina, for example, there's not a whole lot of internet. There's not a whole lot of TV. A lot of people can't afford TV. The Republican Party bought up a tremendous amount of small-time radio stations, FM and AM. And all they pump out is Fox News rhetoric. All they pump out is the Republican Party rhetoric. There was a reason why they did this. And you can can search throughout history. It happened before Donald Trump. It happened during his presidency. When all these radio stations started getting bought up. This has all been part of a very complex and criminal plan to upend democracy. And I firmly stand behind that statement. I firmly stand behind it because I'm watching the Republican Party continue on the efforts of Donald Trump, who did nothing but divide, demonize, misconstrue, lie, and damage America. And it's very odd to me that the Republican Party would pick up where he left off, that we have this leadership in the Republican Party that's literally acting as if he's still president. Literally using the same narratives and the same media and the same rhetoric and the same bullshit as if Donald Trump had never been voted out by the American people. He lost his presidency. He lost his re-election. There was no tampering. There was no meddling. It was the American people who said we had enough of four years of insanity. We're voting this motherfucker out. And that's what the fuck happened. There was no cheating. There was no steal. There was a man who did not want to lose his power. There was a man who did not want to lose his position. There was a man who did everything he could at the end of his presidency to try to stay in power. And Fox News was right there with him and their talking heads were right there with him. Nothing has changed. I apologize for not being around, but I'm back. And from this day forward, until things are at least on an even keel, politically, socially, in this country, I'm going to continue to do my show. I thought my show was over. I thought this was all done and said when Joe Biden won the election. But what I see in the Republican Party is they're just picking up where Trump left off. So I'm picking up where I left off. This is Danger Close USA Angry Pissed Off Motherfucking Podcast Radio. One angry American with a voice. God bless America. Hooah. I will be back.